Blitz. You have a new episode here of the All Out Blitz podcast with Jeff and Brady. And we are here to talk the review of week 16. What in the world happened on almost the final week of the 2020 NFL regular season? Yes. Um, uh, a lot of games, a lot of points. Yeah. A couple blowouts, a couple nail biters. Mm hmm. I think there were more blowouts this week than I've seen all season. Maybe. I'm still, I'm looking at it right now. I count, uh, one, two. I count four, five, six, at least, blowouts. And, uh, yeah, games this year have been tighter. Yeah, I counted five, too. No, I actually kind of, I counted six. Yeah, six. So, uh, before we get in, we're going to do a little bit different today. Because today is December 30th, 2020, almost the end of 2020, heading into 2021. And the NFL regular season. Very true. This this episode here, we're, of course, going to we're gonna jump into Brady's fun facts here soon. Uh, we're going to talk uh, some NFL news because there's a lot that we haven't covered that we just kind of skipped over. Yep. Uh, but I definitely want to talk about it. Some other news that, that have just happened in the past day or two. As we're as we're winding down the NFL regular season here, or a few hours ago, exactly. And then we'll talk. Uh, then we'll talk this past week's games, including uh, the games that started on Christmas Day, and then we'll uh, finish up, of course, with uh, the stats, the, the the stats, the league leaders, and then of course the uh, players of the week. So let's go ahead and kick it off with some Brady NFL random fun facts. Yeah. So, number one. In 1943, there was a 0-0 zero to zero game by the Detroit Lions and the New York Giants. And that's how it ended? A tie? 0-0? Zero, zero? Yep. Oh, my gosh. That could happen Can now. Can you imagine if that happened now? Fans would, like, they'd mutiny, man. <laughs> they'd be it, so I mad. mean, I could, I could see it happening now, to be honest. <laughs> Both teams are pretty bad. Yeah, but, man. Can you imagine paying for ticket ticket prices these days, and the the game ends up zero zero in a tie? I'd want I'd want a refund. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Number two, there has never been a forfeit in NFL history. That's really surprising. It is. I mean, I figured like nowadays, I don't I don't ever see that happening. But back in the day, man. Nope, phew. never forfeit. Interesting. That's kind of cool. <laughs> now. We were talking about this earlier, and I, w- I was sitting at my computer, and I went, oh, wow. And then you were like, what? I'm like, I just figured out what the biggest blowout in NFL history was. And I'm like, it would shock you. So, number three, the biggest blowout in NFL history was in 1940 when the Redskins, at the time Redskins, beat the Bears 73 to nothing. That's killer. It is. That's killer. Jeez. 73 points. You don't see that now. I mean, we got pretty close no. here on Christmas. We'll yeah, we did. about that. But 73 nothing. That's crazy. Number four. The biggest Super Bowl blowout was when the 49ers faced the Broncos and won 55-10. to 10. That's almost as bad as uh, that Rams-Patriots game where it was just god-awful boring. <laughs> that was the most boring Super Bowl in NFL history. Terrible. The only entertaining about that was a halftime show. Yeah. Number five. The Cardinals are the only team in NFL history to score four points. And not just like in total, but to like score four points, which is two safeties. Jeez. Yeah. That's insane. It is. 
And that is my five NFL facts. Awesome. Good stuff, man. Still seems like cool. it's flying by. Everything's flying by. 2020's flying by. The season flying by. December's even, flying by. You remember by. we were talking about this months, at what seems like years ago at this point, but we were talking, you know, not even sure if the season was going to happen. Yeah. You know, and what it was going to look like and all the crazy stuff going on and wondering if these new, you know, free agents that teams picked up, if we're ever going to see them suit up in these uniforms and then these teams like and like, like Atlanta, the Chargers, the Rams, all displaying and putting out new uniforms. Are we ever going to see them on the field? Like you just said, rookies. Man, it's almost over. It is. And the NFL's done a pretty good job for the most part. A couple of hiccups, I think, a couple of mistakes along the way, but and that's to be expected. We were talking about this like a little earlier, and you said like if we had a, if we if we were able to keep stuff under control, we could definitely have a season next year. Yeah, unless stuff really gets because worse, like, and then if it gets that bad, then uh, I don't think we're really gonna care. Because at that point. like the only team that really needs to just watch like watch it is the Titans because they had the most COVID players this year. Well, Baltimore had a pretty rough one a couple weeks ago too. Yeah, they did, so. but like I'm pretty sure it was like the whole like beginning of the season, like the Titans yeah, had the about Titan. like 15 that was, players. That was a pretty rough one for sure. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we don't get too much more of that here, you know, with the holidays and New Year's and that kind of stuff going into playoffs. And so. also, um, thank you to all those people out there who worked on cleaning the NFL locker rooms and all the stadiums to make sure no one gets COVID. Yeah, there's a lot of people all over the place, man. Not even just NFL. Yeah. But, uh, you know, everyone I'm out sure there that does their job. This 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 time of year, especially with Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, there's plenty of family members, uh, mothers, fathers, children that are out there working, that are nurses, doctors, anybody that works in healthcare. Definitely, thank you. We appreciate. We love you. And yeah. uh, you you all, please stay safe and stay healthy out there. And thank you for all that you're doing for everybody. Yeah. To make sure that uh, we can keep pushing along here. All right. Well, now on to the wicks. The wicks. The wicks. Week. The, the wicks. Sixteen. Yeah. The, <laughs> the week sixteen review. Let's talk. Let's talk a little news first. Okay. Because there's a lot going on. Can I talk about my one that I told you about earlier? Go for it. Yes. Do that. Do that now. So again, notification. I told Dad about it. it says Philip Rivers um, might retire at the end of the season if the Colts don't make the playoffs, and he said that himself. Yeah. You know, as these guys are getting older. I think they think they think about it every year, right? I mean, Big Ben's been talking about it for it seems like six, seven, eight years now, and he's still kicking around for some reason. But um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. The, we'll, we'll talk about the um, um, playoff race later on in this episode. But you know, the Colts had a had a stinker this week. Uh, after being up big and giving up a big lead to the Steelers, and we'll, we'll talk about that game here in a little bit too. But yep. I mean, that that was a clincher for them, and they had it in they had it in the bag and uh, lost it. So we'll see what goes on. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he'll stick around because I think he had a rough start to the year, and they really started coming back into the Philly Rivers of old, and uh, really helping that Colts offense out and the rest yeah. of that team. You know, show show the world what they got, and that's that's a good football team right there. All right, you talk about your news. So let's talk. Let's talk some news that's really just been going on for for quite a while. A uh, couple of big extensions to talk about. One that happened in Denver. This was this was actually around Thanksgiving time, but I think it's a big. Uh, I think it's a big one because uh, they want to keep their quarterback upright, and they they gave uh, Garrett Bowles their left tackle a, a four year extension, sixty eight million dollars. Um, 
course, we all know how great the Buffalo Bills are doing this year. December 10th, they gave uh, general manager Brandon Bean a four-year extension. So GM there in Buffalo doing very, very well, along with head coach Sean McDermott. But Bean gets a four-year extension. On Christmas Day, what a day it was for cornerback from the Giants, Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan signs a three-year extension worth $31 million on Christmas Day. The former Tennessee Titan. Yeah, and uh, also New England Patriot now with the Giants. So <laughs> it's uh, what a Christmas day that was. And uh, yeah. just today, kicker San Francisco 49ers Robbie Gold signed a two-year extension worth $7.25 million. Did you ever imagine seeing like a kicker get signed like a five-year deal? Oh, they have. <laughs> they definitely, definitely have. Ever get have. like a 10-year deal with like my homes? Yeah. Ten-year deal, $20 million. So let's talk about a couple other things. <laughs> let's do the, uh, Let's talk about some, some interesting news. So the L.A. Rams. Changed their logo. Right, they did. But quarterback Jared Goff, as they are working towards trying to get in the playoffs here, had thumb surgery, successful thumb surgery, and it hopes to be back for the playoffs. So on December 28th, the Rams signed Blake Bortles to the active roster. Wow. Uh, to try to fill in here this week. And uh, Cooper Cup, stud wide receiver, also just on the COVID list. So the Rams are going to be awfully shorthanded for week 17. Um, another big one on December 29th. So just yesterday, Seattle Seahawks waived defensive tackle Damon Snacks Harrison. And then just today, the Green Bay Packers picked him up off waivers. So it looks like Snacks oh, Harrison. I thought they re-signed him. Nope, they waived him oh. yesterday, and uh, Snacks Harrison is now going with the NFC leader, Green Bay Packers. I think that's an amazing pickup. I think it was pretty stupid of the Jets the to get rid of him. Well, it is what it is, you know. Get but, to get rid uh, of everyone. He's he's an older player, a stud veteran that uh, can clog up the middle for any any team that wants to stop the run game. Um, but can I actually talk about something quick? An amazing, amazing pickup, I think, for the Packers today to help out with that defense as they hit head into January, February, and uh, try to make a Super Bowl run. Can I talk about something quick? Sure. Um, I didn't really like read into it, but I saw this rumor going around that the that Belichick wants to sign Adam Gase. For what I wonder? Uh, like offensive coordinator or something? Maybe I don't know. I just saw this. That's like what a rumor he was, but. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know why. Weird. Um, other news. The uh, Of course, you know, there are a couple of teams here that have clinched playoff spots, clinched, um, uh, clinched their own division. So teams like the Chiefs will be sitting Patrick Mahomes in Week 17. The Steelers are sitting Ben Roethlisberger uh, Week 17. So we're going to see the likes of Chad Henney and Mason Rudolph here in Week 17. Not sure if anybody like the Bills, Packers, Saints, Seahawks, and those guys are going to sit anybody. Haven't heard anything yet. We know something. But look for that to happen this week as uh, they just try to make sure these players stay safe for the playoffs. Pittsburgh should sign the Duck back and just bench Mason Rudolph. Oh. Yeah. Ducky I, Hodges. Ducky Hodges. I like Ducky Hodges, but <laughs> neither of those, him or Mason, they're not starting wide or starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, all right, let's let's jump into week sixteen review. Sixteen review. It started on Christmas afternoon, where we thought we were going to have a treat, and we kind of did. 
depending on who you're a fan of. But the Minnesota Vikings took on the New Orleans Saints. And getting murdered. And the Saints won this 52-33. to 33. Alvin Kamara going absolutely off on that Minnesota defense. Six touchdowns. And, and he could have had seven if Sean Payton didn't screw him over. And and also and also as <laughs> I read I read somewhere that um, Drew Brees' kid was able to win his fantasy league that that week. That's what it was all about. <laughs> yeah, I lost all mine, but that's all right. Um, I lost I lost two of mine. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's pretty tough out there. This the Saints they played great great football on Christmas Day. The Vi- I mean to put up thirty three points and lose that's tough. But when that team I mean. The Vikings' defense had zero answers for the rushing offense of the Saints. They did. And that was simply just Alvin. If it wasn't for Kamara, I mean, they had a shot then. They did. (laughs) They just could not slow him down. No. I mean, it was big run after big run after big run. I think Minnesota Um, might need to take, like, a defensive tackle or something in their trash. I don't know. It's hard to say what they're going to do. And, and. Bef- give me one second to say something here. But before we go any further, um, I also did want to say Dalvin Cook's not playing in Week 17. He had to fly back to Miami. His father uh, just passed away. So our condolences, uh, yeah. love, thoughts, and prayers out to the Cook family. And uh, especially this time of year, it's always tough. But losing a father and that kind of figure in your family is, is definitely a tough thing to go through. So uh, prayers up to you all and, um, you know, just thinking about you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Vikings, I mean, it's been a tough year for them. It is. You know, and uh, I think they got some staples in there. They got, of course, one of the best backs in football in Dalvin Cook. One of the, the probably the best rookie, rookie wide receiver. Absolutely. They got Justin Jefferson. They got Thielen. They got, I mean, I, I, I'm still a big fan of Kirk Cousins. I mean, I don't care what pe- people are always down on him. Um, I, I'm a big fan of him, though. I think he's a very good quarterback. And I think the defense needs a lot of help, a lot of help. I, I, the I, offense puts up points. Same with the Vikings. I know what it's like to. I know what it's like to have a team and with so many weapons and still <laughs> lose. Absolutely. There's a. Lot, it seems like there's a lot of them this year. You know, it's not just Atlanta. It's not just Minnesota. Yeah. There's a bunch of them out there that just couldn't seem to. I mean, look at like the Texans. That's another one. You know. Yeah. Um. Let's jump into Saturday slate of games. I want to talk about it. I want to start it. I want to do back and forth thing. Oh, all right. Go for it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers took on the Detroit Lions, and did they? <laughs> they took they took on a team of possums. They absolute Tampa Bay Buccaneers <sighs> absolutely murdered the Detroit Lions, forty-seven to seven. I remember watching play by play for this game, and I think the first five touchdowns that were thrown were to different people. Really. Yeah, it, wow. it was like watching Oprah. It was like you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown, <laughs> you get a everybody gets a touchdown. <laughs> While Detroit's just sitting there with their tail between their legs. It it was oh my gosh, I couldn't I couldn't believe that game. I thought that was going to be because we had what was it? We had three games Saturday, right? And this yeah. was the this was one to kick it off, and it was an it was just an embarrassment of football from the Detroit Lions. It was like they had no chance. When they start, and you think without Rojo, right? You had Fournette playing. Yeah. Of course, Fournette's a beast of his own, but I mean, he, he's not the regular. And he's not. Uh, Brady was throwing to everybody. I mean, Mike Evans had multiple touchdowns, which again was terrible for my fantasy team uh, because I was Evans going against Evans gets a touchdown. Him. Godwin gets a touchdown. Brown gets a touchdown. Yeah. Gronk gets a touchdown. Fournette gets a touchdown. It, it was crazy, and that's exactly how it went. And then it was like, oh, Mike Evans, here's another one. Oh, Mike Evans, here's another one. It was just ridiculous. Mike Evans um, is finally getting some playing time, man. 
he always does, and he does great. And I, I think I think Mike Evans, he he hasn't been getting. I mean, he's had an amazing career so far. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like this season he has not got the respect that he deserves. Um, you don't hear his name up there with the top wide receivers very often, and if at all. And he he probably had one of the best seasons of everybody, and that's dealing with a new quarterback. Even though it's Tom Brady, it's still a new quarterback and somebody he couldn't get a rapport with. Um, I hope the Lions, I mean, I, I hope they get a good GM and a good head coach. Hopefully it's not the ones that I want for Atlanta. Uh, but they need some massive change there. And, and I honestly, I would not be surprised if the Lions move on from my boy Matty Stafford either. I ju- they, they need something They need something good here, and uh, they need a lot of help in a lot of different areas to become a, a good football team. I think the Lions might take a QB in the draft. I'm not saying that's going to be like their first overall pick, but they're probably going to take a QB like in like the first three picks. See, because I don't know, I don't know where they pick. I mean, they'll, I think they'll. I mean, either way, they'll have they'll have an option. You know, they'll have some opportunity to get one if they want one. Yeah. Whether it's Trey Lance or Kyle Trask or what's his name? What's that guy from Bama? Mac Jones Mac from Jones. Bama. Um, you know, they can, I'm sure they can grab one of them three, um, and out and being somebody good. But also, I, I would also have him learn. I would have him learn behind Maddie. I mean, that's Stafford's a a, a, a great dude. He's a great quarterback, and uh, just a, just in a bad team. <laughs> I'm also still I'm also still saying on my thing where I'm still saying the Jags aren't going to take Trevor Lawrence. That's fine, man. You say it all you want. It's happening. All right. <laughs> I don't know who else they would take. Mac Jones? No, no, no. Mac Jones is not going first overall. Come on already. That's I what don't you think. Okay, first he of just all, just jinxed it. No, Bama is a great team. It's not all because of Mac Jones. It's Devonta Smith. Mac Jones is one of the better quarterbacks in the draft. I agree, but he's not a Trevor Lawrence. Um, all right, let's move on to the next game. the The second Saturday game was the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Arizona Cardinals, so a battle of the NFC West. I absolutely told you the Niners would win this game. It was ridiculous because they did, and they won this twenty to twelve. And the Cardinals are taking a poop. The Cardinals are <laughs> like I don't know what happened to them, but ever since they lost to the Patriots, they've just been absolutely dooo doo. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what's up with the Cardinals, man. They are said. looking. Ta- they are just looking terrible right now. Yeah. Um, right. I just I can't believe the Niners are still doing so well. I know with like all those players out, with like Ford out, Bosa out. You know what's you know what's weird, and I and I hate to even say this, and and just if like they made the pl- no, if they made the playoffs, it would make it even more convincing. But let me see. Let me give me give me one second to look something up here quick because so they're they're six and nine right now. Okay. Dude, if they were able to finish like. Eight and eight, nine and seven. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan should be up for Coach of the Year. Yeah, for coaching that team or comeback Coach of the Year. Um, well, no, just Coach of the Year. Coaching a team with that many injuries—that's just that. You know what I mean? Like, that's tough. And they're beating good football teams, and it's—it's not just him, of course. Of course, it's you know that DC Robert Sala. He'll be up for a couple head coaching jobs, but. It's just it's ridiculous, and I, I can't believe they're still playing as hard as they are. Yeah. Next game, final Saturday game, Miami Dolphins took on the Las Vegas Raiders. The Miami Dolphins barely squeak out a win, 26-25. Ryan Fitzpatrick leads the Dolphins to a win after Tua gets benched after, I 
think maybe the half or the third quarter, and throws the best no-look pass in NFL history. Fear the beard. Dude gets his face ripped off by a defender, throws the ball, perfect dime, out of, yard. out of bounds, so they stop the clock. Move the ball 15 more yards because of the tearing of the beard Those off. Guys. How dare you try to tear the beard off? Jason Sanders kicks it in for the win. Yeah. Unbelievable. Again, the Raiders damaging themselves. Miami last pulling year, out a victory just like they know how. Last year, Mahomes' no-look pass was nothing compared to this. No. That was like that was nothing at all. But last Nothing year was amazing. All. Last year was amazing. Yeah, but this was this was this was was way so much Fitzpatrick better. Fitzpatrick, I mean, doing what he's doing and the way that Flores is coaching that team, almost with a dual quarterback system with Tua and Fitz Magic. You're still saying this is Fitz's team? It is Fitz's team. Uh, I don't know. Actually, it's Flo's team. It's B Flo's team. He's a great Flores coach. has this team doesn't because that was a big thing, right? Like. When they when they benched Fitz and put Tua in, and everybody oh it's Tua time. Guess you know what? It didn't it didn't seem to matter. Everybody was wondering, hey, is this going to mess with the team dynamic? How's the locker room going to take this kind of you know information when they were winning, and they made the change? It doesn't matter. This team is all in, and it is a lot of fun to watch. All in for the win. Um, and what's even weirder is because of the trade with the Dolphins and Houston Texans. As of right now, the Dolphins have two picks in the first round. The first pick is the number three pick. Well, and they're going to grab somebody ridiculous, like maybe an offensive tackle, um, or, or somebody else amazing, like uh, Chase, wide receiver for Tua or Fitzmagic to throw to. It's going to be absolutely insane to see what they do here. Uh, so we should, so we could actually possibly get like the fourth pick. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, next game. On to the Sunday games. Yeah, we'll try to move through these a little quicker because we got some other fun stuff to talk about yet. But the next yeah. game was uh, was a shocker. It was a big shocker. Cleveland Browns, without all of their wide receivers, because the whole wide receiver room got put on the COVID list, uh, but they took on the one-win New York Jets and made them the two-win New York Jets as the Jets beat the Brownies 23-16. to I could not believe it. You want to know something? I feel like the Jets are still the real losers here because without their four starting wide receivers, the Browns still put up 16 points. So really, who's the real loser here? Yeah, but see, when I was thinking about this game and I heard that the four wide receivers were going to be out, right? I'm still thinking to myself, it's Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They're just going to pound the ball and pound the ball and pound the ball. And that Jets defense stopped everything. I could not believe it. So I'm going to be honest with you. I think Adam Gase is staying put. I think well, after one game, yeah. No, 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 no. I think Sam Darnold is staying put. I don't think the Jets are going quarterback at all in the draft at number two. <laughs> no, they will. They're going to take a wide receiver or an offensive tackle. Last year they took an offensive tackle. I'm just saying. I just, I honestly think that's exactly if they go, they should take Zach Wilson. From BYU. But I do not think they're going to take a court. I think they're going to stick with Sam Darnold a little bit, and Adam Gase and him are handcuffed 
And uh, if Gase goes, then the next coach and GM will draft a quarterback. But I think right now it's them two, and they're going to try to get some more protection on that offensive line uh, or, or a weapon for Darnold to throw to. Jets are dumb because literally after one game, you say Adam Gase stand, and then after one game, the defensive coordinator gets fired from the Jets. How it goes. Crazy, crazy. Next game. The New York Giants took on the Baltimore Ravens, and the Ravens won 27-13. to Not really a surprise there. Not much to talk about either. No. Lamar's playing good football again. And because of their win, and we'll talk about here in just a minute or two, the Colts lost to the Steelers. <laughs> that actually puts the Ravens now into the playoffs and knocks the Colts to the outside looking in. The Ravens barely made it to the playoffs, and that's only because the well, Colts lost. It's not, they're not in yet. They got one more week to go, and we'll see what the Colts do this coming week as well. Yeah. Next game uh, ended up being a pretty decent game, to be honest with you. Cincinnati Bengals took on the Houston Texans. The Bengals won this game, high-scoring game, 37-31. And let me just put it out there, and Brady, I don't even know if you saw it. I watched it about five times already, and and I'll be honest with really? you. I There are some players I like out there that are not Atlanta Falcons players. Uh, everybody does, fair. right? You like yeah. all different kinds of players. I, you know, years ago and, and over the past couple of years with all the crazy stuff been going on in the world, especially down there in Texas, J.J. Watt has done a ton for the community, for the country, to be honest with you. And he just seems like a real legit, kind-hearted, good-souled person. Yeah. And then his post-game presser happened, and he said something in there for about two minutes that I've been saying for years about football players and how they work. And I'll show it to you after we get done recording here. But this gave me such even more respect than I had for this guy. And J.J. Watt is possibly my favorite NFL football player that is not an Atlanta Falcon at this point in time. Wow. I mean, he, he, he has... He's always had my respect just from the stuff he's done just as a human being to, to helping people all the time and just doing, giving me his time, giving his, you know, whether it's monetary or his, his actual time itself, which is definitely more important, but it's, he's always had my respect. This, it was just an unbelievable video. If you all have not seen it, go listen to it. Uh, it's just phenomenal. Just talking about, uh, you know, if, if talking about other players, I don't know if he was calling people out on his team or what it was like, but pretty much saying, hey, if you're not going to show, if you're not going to show up and practice, if you're not going to be prepared for a game, even though he even said, even when your team is trash at four and eleven, you know, picking on his own team essentially is what it was. He's like, then you don't belong in the NFL. You don't belong there. And it, he just, it, it was an amazing post, and he just, and then he did a walkout. He just got up and left. And uh, it, it just speaks volumes for this guy's character. And I, I'm such a huge fan of his and. Just a, more of a fan of just him as a human being, and uh, you know my my nephew Addison, he's that, that's his favorite player as well. Um, just overall, he's a Texas fan too. But uh, you know, such a, such a good dude to be able to look up to and uh, just look at from from that perspective. But the ba- I mean, let's talk about football here again. I mean, the Bengals get a huge win. Um, you know, neither of these teams are fighting for anything, but for the Bengals to put up a fight like this and and come out victorious. Um, I think does a lot for their confidence, their character, and, of course, for the head coach, right? Get a couple of wins at the end of the year. It's always good when uh, hopefully you get your star quarterback back next year. 
I think J.J. Watts pretty much made it clear that he wants out of Texas. I don't think he does. Honestly, I think, I, I think he loves Houston. I think in my personal opinion, he should go to a different team. Yeah, he should come to Atlanta. Oh, we need you. Come to Atlanta, please. They have a few old players on their team. doesn't matter. Well, we can use a we can use an edge rusher. That's fine. Power yeah. rusher. Next Switch game. out for Fallon. Chicago Bears take on the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Bears absolutely demolish the Jaguars, 41-17. to 17. Mitchell, Jaguars, Mitchell, Mitchell. Jaguars not caring that they keep losing. Well, no, they've officially locked in the first pick. They are officially on the clock for the 2021 NFL Draft. Damn. So, hey, Trevor, get ready to go to Jacksonville, buddy. All right, Dad, start talking about Mitch Trubisky and how good he is. Dude, Mitchell. Everyone get your popcorn. No, I, I'm not even going to talk about it a whole lot because I don't know what's happening. I really do. I don't. <laughs> like, ever since he's come back since he got benched, I mean. He just needed to take, like, a mental break. I just, I don't know. He went 24 for 35, 69% completion, 265, two touchdowns and a pick. It wasn't even a great game from him. But you know what the big thing? He's not making stupid mistakes anymore. That's why he got benched in, like, the first two weeks or whatever. And they put 40... One points up. Yeah. I mean, it helps when you have players like Allen Robinson. It goes for 100 yards a game. I mean, David Montgomery has been running like crazy. 95, almost 100 yards again, a touchdown. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, next game. Not disappointed at all. I don't really care at this point. Atlanta Falcons took on the reigning NFL champions, Kansas City Chiefs. And almost... Chiefs barely squeaked out a victory. Chief, or Falcons almost beat the Chiefs. Chiefs won 17-14. Brady was a little upset at first until I explained to him that I don't want the 11th pick in the draft. I want the third or fourth. I still am. And we're not playing for anything. I also wanted the Chiefs to lock up the number one seed in the AFC and get Which that bye week over the Steelers. They did. And it worked, and that's all I cared about. The only other thing I really hope to get out of this, and I, I mentioned this to you a couple of times, is I hope it gave Eric Bieniemy a front row seat to what the Atlanta Falcons have on roster and how he can start making them win on day one when he becomes the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, you can hope. So I can hope. And, and I, honestly, I think he did see what that team has yeah. because there's not many teams that uh, shut them down like they did on Sunday. Also, like our, like our defense played out of their minds. We did. Ter- I mean, Terrell should have had a pick in the end zone that would have actually sealed the win, yeah. and he dropped it. But Andy Reid even came out after the game in his postgame presser and was talking about, you know, Falcons fans themselves. They have no idea how close this team actually is to greatness because of how hard they play and the type and the talent that they have on the roster. I think this week uh, the Falcons' defense played like they did against Minnesota. Uh, this was potentially their best game. I mean, to slow – I mean, the Chiefs had all of their all of their weapons, except for Clyde, of course, but they had Bell, so yeah. not that big of a deal. No. And they slowed them down and, and yeah. <laughs> beat them for three and a half quarters. Yeah. But uh, – Yeah. Either way, Chiefs won 17-14. Yep. On to the next game and the final 1 o'clock game, a disappointing loss to the Indianapolis Colts. Pittsburgh Steelers beat them 28-24. What were they up by? It was like 24-7. 
or tw- yeah, twenty four seven, I twenty one seven at halftime, I think yeah. it was, and uh, they go and of course you know Steelers defense really came on. Uh, Mike Hilton had the best game I've seen possibly of his entire career, uh, corner for the uh, Steelers, and uh, want to know something? I want to know a lot of things. I bet I bet Colts fan <laughs> I bet Colts fans were. At home, we're just like I don't know why Juju couldn't you just like couldn't have just danced on like our like our logo one more time. That's because they were at Pit- they were in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's true. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the Colts had this game handedly. Won. I mean, they had this one easily, easily won. Uh, it would have solidified their playoff hopes. Now they're on the outside looking in. Uh, helped the Steelers uh, lock up the AFC North, so they're a division winner there now. Um, when is something funny though? Crazy game. Crazy Pittsburgh, game. Pittsburgh actually barely squeaked out a win with this. Yeah, their running game's terrible, by the way. It is. It doesn't matter if it's Benny Snell or James Conner. It's bad. They should get And Bell Ben is not good either, they to should, be honest with they you. They should get Le'Veon Bell back. I don't, he doesn't want to go back there. <laughs> AB's not there anymore, so he probably does. I don't know. Colts, I, I think this was more of a rude awakening for the Colts, and I think they're going to come out this week with a vengeance because they need this win to get into the playoffs. You know, I'm going to listen to all of our 2020 episodes and see how many times you said that. Well, you'll see. And then you'll, hey, w- when you do that, let me know how they played out the next week. <laughs> they lost. Next game, uh, Denver Broncos took on the Herbie, Herbie. the Herbie-led Los Angeles Chargers, and the Chargers get another win, 19-16. And let me just tell you something about my boy Herbie. Herbie set a record this week, and he now has most – the most touchdown passes by a rookie QB in NFL history. All right, want to talk about your boy Herbie for a little bit? Yeah, he should be offensive rookie of the year. Like I said, for years now. Years seems uh, like years. Months. <laughs> Herbie is a monster, and on and I'm not and you know we were talking about this for a while now. You know, not sure if Anthony Lynn, you know, is is going to be with the Chargers at the end of the season or he what it's going to look be like. Honest. I think he might be. He shouldn't. I think because of COVID, I think they're going to give him a little bit of a little bit of leeway. And they brought a, a rookie QB in, and he's showing up and showing out week in and week out. And they're playing great. They're playing good football. They're you know all those games similarly to Atlanta, you know losing by a field goal by a point because of something stupid. Yeah. If they had that flipped around, they'd be in the playoffs right now. Yeah. So I honestly think they're going to keep him around because he's a good coach and the players respond to him. And if you have Herbie for a whole season, hopefully you have an off season and a and a summer program and training camp and those kinds of things. This is only going to make him better. Yeah. And I think if they help, they get some help on the defensive side of the ball, which is their big problem. Also, which is Atlanta's problem. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it's gonna it's gonna show you know reap some rewards next year. Yeah. But Herbie. Definitely. I think the offensive rookie of the year is clearly between him and Justin Jefferson. And then defense has got to go to Jeremy Chin. He should be. Probably won't, but it should be. It should because he broke a record. Next game. Next game, the Carolina Panthers took on the Washington football team, and the Canthers, and Canthers, Panthers beat the football team 20-13, to 13, a disappointing loss for the football team. And it's only because Alex Smith did not play and Gibson was – not playing either. Oh, yeah. We also forgot to say. Um, I was going to mention it now, but Dwayne, go for it. Dwayne Haskins ended up getting released after this game. Yep. 
No it's longer a, a Washington football team quarterback. Uh, after a whole bunch of stuff's been going on the last two weeks with him, uh, they decided to part ways with that quarterback. And uh, honestly, I think it was a very, very good move. I just he's he's not, he was not going to work out there, no matter how much you wanted him to. I think the football team is still like number one in the division. They are. They got to win this week against the Eagles, and then we'll see what happens. Which they win this game. week, they're that in. That could actually be a pretty good game. Yeah, if they win this week, they're in. Now, the Eagles, on the other hand, they're out. They're completely out. They don't have a shot. They are. So they want to play spoiler, of course, but uh, hopefully Alex Smith can play. Hopefully Gibson will come back, and hopefully they lock up the W for the W football team to yeah. go into the playoffs. Next game. Next game. Uh, wow, this was nuts. The was. L.A. Rams took on the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks won this game 20-9. to Seahawks getting pretty strong right now. You know, as they're yeah. coming into playoff time, which is typically what they do when the Rams laid another egg. Um, not looking good, of course. Jared Goff hurt. Um, that's why he decided to get that thumb surgery now in hopes that if they make the playoffs, he'll be back in. But uh, Rams laying an egg here at the end of the season, man. For those, what was it, four or five weeks, man, they were playing tougher than anybody. Yeah. And uh, last last two weeks or so, they've been really, really bad. Yeah. Next so, game. Rusty, good. Russ did his thing. Finally, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles and uh, went against the Dallas Cowboys, and what turned into a pretty bad game turned into a blowout. Blowout. Um, the Dallas Cowboys blew out Jalen Hurts and his Eagles, thirty-seven to seventeen. Not much to say, honestly. Which is weird because I'm pretty sure the Eagles were leading seventeen to three at one point in the game. Cowboys players are saying that uh, they're hitting their stride. Well, I'd say it's a little too late for that, but yeah, uh, they're starting to, to gel together. And I, it took you a whole season. I guess that's fine. Maybe you got some luck for next year, but um, yeah, not really much to say about that game. Now on to the Sunday night game. Yeah, let's look at the Sunday <coughs> game. Tennessee Titans took on a Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Packers destroyed them in the snowstorm, 40-14. to 14. Yeah, what went from like a good game to a blowout? You know what doesn't go well in snow? Dump trucks. Yeah. Aaron Jones does, though. Devontae Adams does. I mean, Aaron Rodgers does. I mean, hey, whenever they got signed there or drafted there, you got to get used to the cold. Yeah, dump truck didn't do that well. Uh, Dump truck Um, was freezing his tires off. Exactly. Must have been spinning his tires on the ice. Yeah, Yeah, Green Bay Packers get a huge win. I mean, the Packers look like the clear front runner. I mean, they're they're the number one seed in the NFC, um, locking up a first-round bye. But the they look like, I mean, heads above Pretty any other team in the NFC right now. What you're saying is Super Bowl 55 could be Chiefs v. Packers. Chiefs, Packers, or Bills, Packers. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Final game, Monday Night Football. The Bills um, absolutely demolished the New England Patriots 38-9. to and Just also like they should. And also realizing that the Rams and the Patriots both scored nine points. Yes, and Buffalo Bills MVP Josh Allen is now the season leader in Buffalo Bills franchise for touchdown passes. Yeah, even more than Hall of Famer. James and Lee. also, and also, Cam Newton's more than likely not going to be with the Patriots next year. There's no way. There's no way. And but this was a this. Remember, we were talking last week. This is that game where. I said, you know, the page this could be a sneaky win for the Patriots. Yeah. You know, just but the Bills, they they I think they realized that and they came prepared, they came ready to play. 
and they wanted to say, you know what, Patriots, this AFC East is not yours anymore. Get out. The Dolphins beat you, now we beat you. Yeah. So your time is done here, and it's Buffalo's time. I also found out uh, what time in the morning Cam Newton gets up and eats a bowl of cereal. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> that was stupid, NFL. <laughs> I don't know why you did that. Um, anyway, that's the Week 16 review, folks. Yes, it was. Now let's on to some jump stats. jump into – let's talk playoff picture first. Let's do that, Mike Whitley. So, uh, AFC, you got the Chiefs at number one, Bills at number two, Steelers at number three. Whoever thought the Steelers would drop after being 11-0 and to going one and three in their last four games? I know, it's awesome. And they're third now. And they got to go against <laughs> the Browns next week. Exactly. Um, the other teams that are in the playoffs are the Titans at four, Dolphins at five, Ravens now at six, Browns fell all the way to seven. Wow. On the bubble, one team, the Colts. Wow. The Colts need to win this week to have a shot to get in. They do. Uh, NFC, number one, Packers. Two, Saints. Three, Seahawks. Four, Buccaneers. Bo- what happened to f- – oh, Buccaneers are also in. They've all clinched spots. Bucks are five, actually. Number four is not decided yet. That is the NFC East. As of right now, it is the Washington football team sitting handsomely at six and nine. And then in the hunt, you also got the Rams, the Bears, and then in the bubble, got the Cardinals, Cowboys, and Giants. Yeah, so, of course, the, the Cowboys and Giants play each other this week. The Eagles and Washington play each other. So, Cowboys and Giants, see who wins there, could potentially challenge Washington. Uh, but Washington needs to win this football game. I don't think Arizona is getting in. No. I mean, here's here's the problem with that. They play the Rams this week. Rams are going to be without Jared Goff and Cooper Cup. What can they they can get, potentially get a win that can move them into the playoffs and move the Rams out. Yeah. But the Bears need to win, and they're not gonna because they're playing the Packers. But whatever. Yeah, that's weird. Is that I think you know how there's four teams in the NFC for like clinch the playoff spot, and there's only three in the AFC. Yep, I think they should put the Titans in the AFC like playoff spot because the Chiefs with are with the West, the Bills are with the East, and Seals are with the North, but and and the Titans are with the South, but they're only in the hunt. So I'm all I'm saying is that the Titans should be in the playoffs. Or that's I think that's because of the Dolphins, buddy. Or no, they're the AFC East. Dolphins yeah. or Ravens are north, Browns are north, Colts are south. Uh, it might be because it's the Colts then. Yeah, they're both ten and five, so we'll see what happens. Titans oh, okay, got the Texans, fine. Colts got the Jags. It's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, see how this plays out. Let's jump into records. Let's do it. Passing through Week Sixteen. Passing yards, number one, Patrick Mahomes with 4,740 yards. If he wasn't sitting, he'd only need 260 to hit 5,000 yards. Uh, Number two, Deshaun Watson, 4,458 yards. Number three, MVP Josh Allen, 4,320 yards. Number four, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, 4,316 yards. Number five, Tom Brady with 4,234. Nice. Touchdown leader, number one. Aaron Rodgers with 44. Number two, Rusty Russell Wilson with 38. Tied Patrick Mahomes with 38. Number four, Tom Brady with 36. Number five, MVP Josh Allen, 34. Picks. Oh, there's a tie for first finally. 
Crazy. Drew Locke and Carson Wentz with 15. Wow. Three-way tie for third between Kirk Cousins, Rusty Russell Wilson, and Jared Goff at 13. That's the top five. Wow. Let's jump into receiving. And yards. Number one, Stephon Diggs with 1,459 yards. Number two, D-Hop. 1372, number three, Devontae Adams with 1328. Number four, the guy that was snubbed for the Pro Bowl, Calvin Ridley with 1322. Number five, DK Metcalf with 1282. This is this is ridiculous right here, dude. Receiving touchdowns. Number one, Devontae Adams with 17 touchdowns. Number yeah. two, Tyreek Hill with 15. Number three, Adam Thielen with 14. Four, what did I tell you? Mike Evans, 13 touchdowns. Number five. Two-way tie between A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. Old college teammates. Yeah. At Ole Miss. Ten touchdowns each. Yeah. Let's take a look here at rushing. We have rushing yard. Number one, dump truck, Derek. Number two, Dalvin Cook. Hold on, man. Don't try to steal my thunder. We got to talk yards yet. (laughs) 1,777 yards for Derrick Henry. Dalvin Cook has 1,557. Number three, rookie running back from the Jags. 1,070 yards, James Robinson. Number four, Aaron Jones. 1,062. Number five, David Montgomery from the Chicago Bears. Just over 1,000 with 1,001 yard. Yeah. Pretty ridiculous. Russian touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns. I don't want to cover touchdowns. Uh, no surprise who numbers, who's number one. There's a two-way tie between Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook at 16. Only reason That's I because would. last week Kamara only had 10. See, he would, he would be the leader <laughs> if Sean Payton won. I've got the last one. Yeah. Number three, dump truck Derek at 15. Antonio Gibson and Nick Chubb tied at four with 11 touchdowns. Cam Newton actually has a lot more with 12. Hey, Gurley has nine. That's craziness. He's tied with Jonathan Taylor. He's playing He's playing really well now, too. Yeah. He's filled in that role for the Colts, Colts very, very well. All right, final piece of the week before we sign off on the Week 16 review, the Players of the Week. Yes. What would you like, NFC or AFC? How about NFC? NFC Special Teams Player of the Week punter from the Carolina Panthers, Joseph Charlton. Five punts, all five of those put inside the 20-yard line. Average punt of 47 yards. This dude banged out a 67-yard long punt. That's a killer right there. Wow. Defensive player of the week in the NFC linebacker from the San Francisco 49ers, number 54, Fred Warner. 14 tackles, three passes defended, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery. Dude was all over the football field. And then, of course, none other, the NFC Offensive Player of the Week, running back from the Saints, Alvin Kamara, 155 rushing yards, 17 receiving yards, six rushing touchdowns. Wow. AFC Players of the Week, on the special team side, you have kicker from the Miami Dolphins, Jason Sanders, four for four on field goals, two for two on PATs, 14 points, including that game-winning field goal against those Las Vegas Raiders, thanks to the beard. Yeah. And a, or AFC Defensive Player of the Week, none other than the game-changer himself, cornerback from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Hilton. 
Didn't I just say to you last week he was one of the free agents I wanted Atlanta to go after? I uh, sure uh, did. Maybe. Four tackles, remember. two passes defended, one interception, one fumble recovery that almost went for a touchdown. Dude was all over the field. He had he he made, he made more plays than anybody else on that Steelers defense. Yeah, he yeah. was all over the place. He was definitely fun to watch. And then offensive player of the week, wide receiver from the Buffalo Bills, Stephon Diggs, nine catches for 145 yards and three touchdowns By in the that way, game against the Patriots. I'm one of those people who has Stephon Diggs on the fantasy team. Anyone who did, you bet you probably did win your league because he got 41 fantasy points. Exactly, dude killed it. Dude killed it. Also, one little bit of news. Um, I see that the Bills are going to host fans for the wild card game. Yep, they are going to require COVID testing. Yeah. And they will have fans there in Buffalo. Good old Bills Mafia out there. Oh, and uh, Kyler Murray is going to be starting on Sunday. Phenomenal. He did get banged up last week. He did. Well. Um, all right. Well, that about closes it up, folks. So uh, to everybody out there listening, thank you so much for listening. If you've been around a while, appreciate you sticking around with us. If you're new, hopefully you enjoyed it. If you didn't forget, you ever listened to us and go find another fun podcast to listen to. Yeah. Uh, but appreciate everybody. We'll be back tomorrow, which is New Year's Eve, to talk week 17. And, of course, any other crazy news that happens tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, but appreciate you all listening. Oh, and uh, also thank Thank you to all those fans who have been with us because we've been doing this podcast for one entire year now. One year. Congrats, my man. Seems <laughs> seems a lot shorter than that. <laughs> the time flew by, that's why. Yeah, that's true. So, um, Yeah, thank awesome. you to all those fans out there. And, um, yeah, stay safe, stay healthy. Awesome. From us here at the All Blitz Podcast, peace. Out.